Welcome to the WAN Show, you guys. We've got a great show in store for you today, I hope. And of course, the main topic of conversation has got to be Galaxy Folds. They're breaking. We wouldn't know. We don't have one. The soonest <laughs> I might be able to get my hands on a Galaxy Fold is probably the week after next. But hey, for everyone who has a Samsung US PR contact, it doesn't seem like they're really getting a much better experience than I am anyway. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we've got that. We've got Sony internally regulating the sexual content in their games. And UK wants to ban the like button, which is, which is great. Also, facial recognition to become a standard in which US airports. Back up. Which is great. Oh, yeah. It's Absolutely. Well, we're going to have a real conversation about that, I think, won't we? Uh, first, let's go ahead and roll the intro. <laughs> Lies <laughs> cracks his knuckles. Woo, let's go. <laughs> I know. <laughs> As if I would fight you. <laughs> we all know how that. Would. Actually, hold on a second. You might not be able to bring yourself to hit me. No, probably. I might win. Yeah. <laughs> You know, actually, I was thinking about this right, right before we actually started talking. You were we thinking about fighting. Me. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was thinking we haven't had a WAN show since the roast. No, we haven't. The last time you and I were on the WAN show together was roast day. Yeah, I hosted without you, then you hosted without me. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. So that's not related. That's not related at all. We actually no. had a blast at the roast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, should I didn't even think of that. <laughs> yeah. We have yeah. not been, like, not on speaking terms or anything like that. In fact, yeah. I'm going to pull him closer yeah. because we're not centered in the frame. Yeah, um, yeah. anyway, anyway, we have, a new, we have a New Year's resolution for... Uh, um, for WAN show, it's a new year somewhere. Um, <clears throat> we are going oh, to yeah, try news. to do like a little bit of news before we get into just BSing. So yes, I do want to talk about the roast. Yeah, no. But why don't we get straight into the Galaxy Fold screens breaking? So thank you, Blade of Grass, for posting on the forum. In summary, what's going on is for those who have not seen it in the news, quite literally everywhere. Uh, what's going on is Samsung is shipping their first ever device with a folding screen. So it's the Galaxy Fold, and review units went out probably, I guess, just under a week ago, which is kind of remarkable, especially considering how many of the people who have review units have had them break or otherwise no longer work so far. Kind of surprised I didn't catch this. So. There's a couple sort of controversies. So there's a couple sub controversies here. One of them is that the Galaxy Fold has a screen protector on it that looks an awful lot like those um, things you're supposed to, you know, peel off. But if you consult the manual, actually it's specified that you are not supposed to remove it because it can make it more prone to failure. Now. A couple of the people who have had their Galaxy Folds break, including Marquez, MKBHD, and Mark German of Bloomberg, did pull it off because they thought it was just a screen cover, not and especially an integral part of the display. When you're reviewing these things all the time, it starts to become like, oh, you, you notice something on the screen? Oh, okay. Let me remove that. That's routine. And I've seen, I've seen some criticism, uh, particularly uh, aimed towards Marquez, over his assumption that he should just remove it. But honestly, I felt like it was kind of unfair. They were like, well, if you read the manual, then you would know not to remove it. And to me, if, if you read the EULA, 
Yeah, exactly. To me, if something is not seamless on the front of a display, like if it is not clearly fused to the front of the glass, then I, I, I don't think it's unreasonable to expect that someone might remove it. In fact- There's been many years of habit forming telling exactly. you to do that. And there's many phones that come with screen protectors yep. that even are quite permanently applied. Like OnePlus ships a screen protector on their phones, but that are entirely optional. So it's the kind of thing that knowing this, and surely Samsung must know this, they would have thought to put like a gigantic warning on it. Yeah. Like a separate peelable one. Like I actually, I actually damaged a phone screen once. Um, I forget what phone it was, but it had kind of an anti-glare coating on the front of it. And that, you like scratched that it went off. not quite to the edges. Yeah. And I, I picked it a little bit and I went, oh crap, this isn't supposed to come off. Yeah. But not that's, before that's I had damaged it. That's quite a while ago, but that definitely used to be a problem. Yeah. And like most. Even in the PC space, much more niche and usually have more enthusiast-style customers, there's parts that you'll get that will have covers over things telling you, make sure you do this thing. Like like uh, socket covers usually have information on the socket cover right. before you open it. Certain power supplies will have like a cover yep. over the plug telling yeah. you to do something for exactly. it. Exactly. Or uh, like uh, if you buy an all-in, or excuse me, an all-in-one, a pre-built PC from someone like an iBuyPower, uh, typically they'll have a cover over the over the plug at the back that says, "Yo, open up the case." and take out the packing materials before you plug this thing in. Like you, you can't assume that the user is going to read the manual, unfortunately, especially for something that we all feel like we understand pretty well. Yeah. Like a, a cell phone. Yeah. Now, the thing is that even some of the phones that did not have their protective covers peeled off have also died. So Dieter from The Verge got um, a bulge under the screen somehow and it eventually died. And then Steve Kovac from CNBC his died, um, unknown cause of death. Now, here's the thing that's really scary about this for me. Samsung says they're still gonna sell the Fold. But what's crazy is like, yes, there's a lot of review units out there. It wouldn't surprise me if Samsung has shipped somewhere in the neighborhood of 500 to 1,000 review units. But what I also know, based on the fact that, oops, I don't have one, is that there's not that many out there. And they also failed really fast. So Samsung showed that they, that they test the Galaxy Fold to be folded and unfolded. I forget how many times, is it 1,500 times or 15,000 times or something? I can't remember what the number yeah. was. It was more than 1,500, I'm, I'm sorry. It was, it was obscenely high. I'm sure chat is already- Probably a very high number that includes a 15. What, there's, there's problems with those tests though that are fairly well known, that it's extremely uniform how those things happen. And that they, is they exactly can, they, the problem. Yeah, they, they can try to, you can try to add randomness to it and there's, there's better ones for, for different applications, um, but, but like, those tests are definitely not perfect. And no, well, that's the problem. Far from they it. They are perfect. It's a machine. Oh, yeah, no, well, yeah. Holding yeah. it evenly. It's too perfect. Perfectly closing it and unfolding it. Yeah. And then you've already got people doing first impressions videos talking about how satisfying the snap is. I mean, think back to flip phones. How did you flip open your phone? Did you flip it open like this? Or did you flip it open a little more something like this? Yeah, I would try to shove my thumb in there if I could, but it was mostly a flick. I action. mean, it was called a flip, yeah. not a pry carefully apart 
as far away from the hinge as possible, applying pressure evenly to both sides of the screen. Yeah, yeah. And you gotta assume that- It's one of those you're, you're holding it improperly problems. In the world, real people are gonna use it like real people. Uh, 200,000 times, apparently. 200,000 folds okay. is what uh, YouTube chat is saying. Thank you okay. guys very much, appreciate that. But the thing is that 200,000 perfect folds, that does test maybe the resilience of the, the reinforcement they've done to the crease, but that doesn't test the way it handles if someone like just grabs the top of it and, and it puts uneven pressure on one side. You can get way more, I mean, think about it. You went to school, right? Learned about levers, right? How much more force can you apply with a lever compared to just with your own bare hands directly on some object X? A lot more, and when you twist, you are effectively using the phone as a lever to break itself. Lever, what am I even talking about? So, uh, all right. The review units did not have a warning on the box, cautioning users to leave it on. Samsung does say future customers will be warned. Um, oh, an issue I have is like, in, in some of the pictures that I've seen, it yeah. looks, I haven't held one, because we don't have one, so I don't know. But it looks like it would be very likely, especially with a device that's going to even partially fold, yeah. for someone to have an accident where that thing gets pushed or peeled or pried off unintentionally. Like this, if, if it's that flimsy to the point where people were super easily just able to go blip, it's gonna be a huge problem. Yep, because there's gonna be people that actually don't even read a warning that's right on the thing. Like you yeah. know that's oh, gonna yeah. be. Oh yeah, that'll happen too. So if I had to guess, this is a $2,000 device. Now we know that the CPU doesn't cost two thousand dollars. It's the same as you'd get in a, in a flagship Galaxy S series phone. Like there's there's nothing inherently special about this thing other than well the R and D, yeah, the tooling and the screen and yeah. even the most expensive phone screens. I remember being blown away when I was like, really? It's like twenty three dollars to re replace an iPhone screen? <laughs> like they're, they're 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 small. They're yeah. actually there's materials to them. Once you learn how to make them and once the yields are decent, they aren't actually that expensive. Now the yields probably suck on these, but that's a whole other conversation. So is there battery on the other side and stuff? Like I'm assuming they filled pieces. it. Yeah. I'm uh, assuming they filled it. Like there's probably a little bit more mass, but it's not gonna total yeah, two grand. Don't quote me on that. The point is, yeah, there's not it's not like it has a a, a freaking, you know, Geiger counter and like uh <laughs> you know altimeter and like like a bunch of like stuff crammed into it. It's just got a bigger screen and it, and it folds. So if I had to guess, I would say it cost $2,000 because A, the yields are low on the screen, B, the R&D was really high for something they don't think they're gonna sell that many of, or maybe don't want to sell that many of. So I think the $2,000 price is designed to prevent yeah. too many people from buying it, for one thing, and to cover the costs of what they already know are going to be fairly frequent RMAs. I think we somewhat said this yep. when we like first heard about this phone yep. on WAN, and I think this is more reassurance of that idea. Yep. What, the what, this also, what the price also does is it filters out the kinds of customers that are going to be able to afford it to be only the ones that could then also afford, if it breaks three months out of warranty, you know, half, a year and a half from now, to just get a new phone, whatever. It's a two thousand dollar phone. This is this is anyone who is a normal human being who is outraged by this phone breaking. I feel like you're sort of missing the forest for the trees here, um, because it won't affect you. You're not buying it. I wouldn't buy it. Yeah. Would you buy it? No. 
like to me honestly once you get past the point of like 400 to 600 dollars you need to have a pretty compelling argument for why I should why I should take this thing especially now that phones are such incremental year by year upgrades and buying a last gen phone is like actually such a good value proposition exactly so yeah it's a product that's designed for early adopters who don't care about money so with that in mind do I think that them breaking is a problem Actually, no. Do you think that them breaking at this kind of a rate? Let's say, hypothetically, I think actually 500 to 1,000 review units was probably aggressive. Let's say there's probably somewhere in the neighborhood of like 200 out there right now. Do you think four out of 200, remembering that that's only a 2% failure rate, do you think this is a nothing burger? But they failed so, in a week. So yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start this with a story. I, I knew a guy at one point in time sure. uh, that you actually know, but oh. I'm not gonna name. Oh. Uh, that I went to school with, and he was extraordinarily wealthy at the time. And in okay. the course of a few months, he broke. I think it was like three iPhones. Just I'm a little tipsy, coming back to dorms, drop iPhone, ha ha ha, get new one, okay. Um, didn't really bother him, so maybe not that big of an issue because they can just swap them out. I don't know. At a certain level, I don't know how much it actually matters. Um, but if we ignore that whole concept, I think it's a problem that they're going to wantonly fail within a week, but like, I don't think this is a game breaker for the people making that type of a decision for the reasons that I just stated. Right. Um, if, if you're spending two grand on a phone, that you know has a high probability of breaking and that you know doesn't really have probably a super major value proposition for you right. and is super experimental, it's probably not the biggest deal. Um, I do think it's a problem, but I don't think it's a... I think they'll still sell the phones to the people that they wanted to sell the phones to, if that makes sense. We've got people talking about that... <laughs> They think Huawei's Mate X is going to be a much better implementation. And I'm going to kind of jump in and say, you know what? I doubt it. I suspect that like so many things, this is just the race to be the first one. And it's, it's, got, it's got that smell of, you know, first gen experiment, uh, you know, should have been a dev kit, you know, like the first generation Apple Watch where the battery life was terrible. It had all kinds of other issues. Apple so quickly deprecated that thing. They didn't even, they don't even acknowledge it by giving it like Apple Watch Gen 1 status. It's like Gen 0. Like that, that is actually their own way of denoting that product. Um, these things happen. And I think that as consumers, if we are, if we're paying attention, it should be pretty clear that they're happening, so they shouldn't really happen to us. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't think the Mate X is gonna be particularly better. So now having experienced one folding phone uh, at CES, yeah, I've noticed we're having stream issues. I don't really know. It's definitely not just Volplane. Oh, interesting. It's all platforms, for sure. Video output low, it's not receiving enough video to maintain smooth streaming as such all viewers viewers will experience buffering. Uh, what? That's an interesting way of Looks like that. output 7500. Yeah. Uh, I don't see any dropped frames or anything. 
All right, we're gonna, we're, gonna have to, we're gonna have to power on here anyway. Keep cruising on. Yep. Um, so yeah, having seen that one at CES, having seen at least secondhand what's going on with the Galaxy Fold, it's just it's just a super it. super early product. I think folding phones are going to be a super big deal. They're not right now. Uh, like you said, maybe should have been a dev kit kind of situation. Uh, they maybe should have uh, expressed the situation that it was in before before pushing it in the way that they did. Uh, I don't think saying dev kit would have necessarily been the right way of going about it. Um, but but broadcasting that like you're on the bleeding edge could have been cool and. Uh, made up for any shortfalls that it has. Oh lordy. Uh, cool dude on YouTube has a suggestion for a video that sounds like straight out of a Mr. Beast title. You should buy one and count count out loud while folding it as many times as you can before it breaks. Oh my god. Okay, one, that does 100% sound like a Mr. Beast video. Yeah, really Two, does. I'd probably click he's, on that video, skip to the end, and then leave. Yeah, he's probably uh, working on it. <laughs> But every time he folds it, he like gives someone $100 or something. Um, all right, let's move on to our next topic. Because honestly, I don't think wanna, I have a whole lot else to say about jump it. Jump to this one. I think this one's more interesting. Yeah, I think the Sony sexy content regulation is honestly kind of boring. Yeah. Um, so this was originally posted on the forum by Nevermind, no one. No one. Um, <laughs> so the original article is from techspot.com. <laughs> And basically, what's going on? Yeah, I think the here. Sony sexy content regulation is the UK is wants kind of to protect yeah. young people. Um, so this was originally posted the on the like forum button. by from social media sites. So it, it seems to have to do with. So I don't you know were anything. in favor of this. Why don't you go ahead and defend yourself, sir? To be clear, I was joking. Um, you were joking, but I'm, were you? I was joking, um, but I'm, I'm down to try. <laughs> it's going to be difficult. Um, I, I, I don't necessarily think, oh, man. So I have to try to fight for the other side. Um, echo, echo, echo. Kill this. You're broadcasting your audio. Oops. Sorry. Um, oh, I guess you stopped sharing, so oh, it's probably Oh, uh, Lou apparently did a thousand folds. Oh. Lightweight. And it didn't break? I think uh, when we That's did our many folds. when we did our USB type C, I think we did five thousand insertions. Didn't something break by that point too? Uh yes, our micro B did. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. So, so you went until you had to stop. Yeah. And I actually didn't do all of them. I only did about three hundred to five hundred of them. James, James did do the rest. Them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was back during like his first couple of weeks. He gets this assignment that's like <laughs> unplug and replug. <laughs> and actually it was five was it? I think it was 5,000. Yeah, you can have it, Dennis. I think it was 5,000 each <laughs> on Type C and Micro B. Oh, jeez. So that was that was brutal. Poor James. Um, yeah. um. Anyways, so the 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 UK's well, whoever's trying to push this in the UK, their stance seems to be that it, there, there's the psychological effect of wanting to get more likes on social media or something that I've never heard of because I don't use Snapchat, but streak. Streak? streak points? Honestly, I have a Snapchat. I feel so bad because we actually approached Snapchat, um, like worked with them to take our handle back from someone who already had it and then proceeded to literally not post once ever. <laughs> well, you should have taken the handle though, so that makes sense. But like... Yeah, yeah. I felt a little bad. Okay, would... 
Yeah, I don't remember what the Snapchat thing is called, but something on Snapchat that makes people want to use it more um, and likes because of uh, the the influence that it can have over. So the kids. idea is that. In the same way that achievements in video games yeah. uh, are designed to to, but like, uh, do you ban those too? Like, where where does this stop? Okay. And when when does when does Europe stop trying to police the whole internet? Okay. This is getting really annoying. For one thing, uh, Brexit. The UK is not Europe. Um, they're not done yet. Um, so. Well, you know what? They're right on now, island. They sort of are. <laughs> um, sorry. Anyway, so I think I don't know. In a nutshell. The argument is that much in the same way that uh, an achievement in a game hits the same centers of your brain <laughs> that a drug hit will from an addiction, be it like gambling, uh, yeah. gambling or drugs, in the same way that, that those same centers of your brain are activated by achievements in games or, or getting positive feedback from, from, from likes. Um, and that, they're that saying definitely that is a thing. thing. Oh, yeah. They're saying that because of that, it should be regulated and restricted from minors in the same way that other addictive substances and activities are. The problem is I'm not usually one to make the slippery slope argument. Yeah. I, I think over the years that we've hosted this show together, you've probably heard me make that argument. Very few times. I can't even think of. I don't know if ever. I just don't want to necessarily say never I, because that's a hard. Yeah, I don't. Not often because. Definitely not often. I, I, if at all. I, I usually understand. I, I usually can at least understand why we are, you know, taking this certain action as an exception, even if I don't agree fundamentally with. The, I think sometimes a slippery the direction. slope argument is valid. Um, it and can be. But I think most of the time, by the time we're reaching the slippery slope argument, we, we've actually gone too far. Like you can't say, okay, the 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 Chinese uh, social 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 merit, whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, don't know the, what it's called, the, but yeah. Yeah, that 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 Chinese social citizenship score thing. You can't be like, oh, well, if they start monitoring if you jaywalk, then it's a slippery slope before they're monitoring you chewing gum and you're in Singapore. Um, that's not a slippery slope. Like twenty four seven surveillance of your of your citizens is just you, you're you're rolling off the the, the so the, so it's shaped like this. Okay, you got it's not your ground. Anymore. It's you got your ground. Falling. You got your slope, <laughs> and then you got your kind of jump, and then there's a cliff. Okay, we're here. You're like in midair. <laughs> we're we're in free fall. Like we haven't actually. No no. We're like we're going off the jump. Like we haven't descended yet. It feels so still like gaining? it feels like we're still going up. Okay. But there's there's nothing but open air below us. No, <laughs> the slope is in the rearview mirror. I like that. So I like that. so I'm I'm. I'm usually loath to make that argument, but in this case, as a parent, I do agree that there are activities that do need to be regulated when it comes to children. They cannot control themselves when it comes to things like microtransactions, for example. I think there should be regulation there. But, like button? Microtransaction feels like something where there should be parental controls or some type of thing to stop that from happening, whatever, something built in. Like button feels like something where I, I need your input on this one, Yeah. but that feels like a parenting thing. That feels like partially a parenting thing and also partially just a, I'm sorry, that's the way the world works now thing. Because social 
media. All it is is amplifying the tendencies and the behaviors that we already have and that we already exhibit. So if I were to uh, do a cool kickflip on my skateboard at do the skate flip. park, right? If I were to do that and, you know, the, the three guys that are sitting on the bench over there are like, uh, that's a like. That's cool. You That's ex good. It's exactly the same thing. Yeah. So when I post a video online of doing a cool kickflip and 30 or 300 or 3,000 or 30,000 or 300,000 people click that like button, that's just like. And there's, there's good influence there because if you, if you get 300,000 people liking yeah. your video of a kickflip, maybe you have a career in skateboarding yeah. ahead of you. Or, like that's that's how the modern internet works. Like, it, I don't and know. And so I guess what I'm just kind of trying to figure out is at what point do you cross the line from banning addictive behaviors to banning basic human interaction, but just it happens to be online. Um, and like this, this is being proposed. And like, what defines a like? Is it literally only thumbs up and things that say like? Or is it upvotes? Does that count? That's sort of the same thing. Do you ban all of Reddit? Like, like that, that's, that's Well, my... would we be better off without Reddit? Maybe. <laughs> but, but... Now that, hold on a second. <laughs> but, okay, this, this, I'm, I'm wondering with, with the continuation of like, oh, you can't share that different type of content. I know, I realize that's mostly a money-making type of thing. Um, and now the banning of the like button and et cetera, et cetera. And with the increased, uh, not necessarily tech literacy, but uh, ability to use browsers and things getting much more simple it, overall, even the complicated stuff. Yep. I wonder, 10, 15 years from now, yep. dark web stuff being more mainstream. There's a lot of mainstream websites that are making dark web mirrors of their websites. So it's kind of weird, but it's really? going on. Tell me more about this trend. I confess I have not heard me, of this. Let me see one second. Sure. Um, why don't I do sponsors in the meantime? Yeah. Okay, I'll do that. Um, so guys, The WAN Show today is brought to you by something very, very exciting. Also, some other uh, very, very, very exciting things, the ones that we're actually paid to Ooh. tell you about. Savage Jerky's back. Uh, moho. Heck yeah. Oh, that's a moho habanero, though. That's yeah. going to be hot. Yeah. Okay. I'll go for it. I'll make it work. Anytime there's maple buffalo bacon, I just <laughs> completely wuss out. And I go straight for the maple buffalo bacon. <laughs> I love it so much. Uh, Savage Jerky is made with high quality ingredients without nitrates or preservatives. Their goal is to create a snack that's full of flavor and spice, but that isn't bad for you. I always salivate as I open the bag. It's Me like too. That's... straight up Pavlov's bell. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Holding the bag is like. It's like absolutely I, true. Like if I just held my tongue here. It would drip. It would actually drip. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they've got 13 different flavors of jerky, like sriracha bacon. And my favorite, the maple buffalo bacon. There's actually no food in my life that causes that reaction as much as these. I don't necessarily know what it is. But. They also make barbecue sauce, hot sauce, a spice rub. Oh man, I've been having that, uh, that hot sauce I took home. Like three or four drops. It's the Reaper one I think that I have. <laughs> three or four drops and an entire bowl of pasta. And like bland sauce is like, Blow your mind sauce. It's so good. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, their Carolina Reaper hot sauce uses one of the hottest peppers in the world, the Carolina Reaper. And you can use 
Offer code LTT to save 10% on all their products. Um, just check out the link, savagejerky.com. Also sponsoring the video today is Honey. So if you ever buy something online, which let's face it, is you, you watch this show. Realistically, you're gonna tell me you never shop online, that's stupid. So you ever buy something online and find out that you could have gotten it for less if only you had just had the coupon code? Super frustrating. And if it happens even once, it's happened too many times because Honey is a free browser extension that saves you money when you shop online by scanning the World Wide Web for coupon codes and other discounts and then like magic, automatically applying them to your cart at checkout. It knows a lot of coupon codes, sale, <coughs> excuse me, and discount codes at over 37,000 sites, little ones you probably never heard of like Amazon, Newegg, Best Buy, GameStop, Walmart, eBay, and more. And Colton, oh, this is funny, this was just added. Colton saved 10 bucks on Amazon two weeks ago. It takes two clicks to install and Honey is free forever because they make their money off of commission from the retailers, not from you. So go to joinhoney.com forward slash Linus and install Honey for free today. Finally, the show is brought to you by PIA. With PIA, you can hide your true IP address and you can bypass geo-restrictions and censorship. With PIA, you appear as though you are connecting from somewhere else. You can connect up to five devices at once and their internet kill switch if your VPN gets disconnected and their internet kill switch turns off your internet connection if your VPN gets disconnected accidentally. It's available for Windows, Mac, Android, iOS, and as a Chrome extension, and you can check it out today at lmg.gg slash PIA WAN. Okay, I lied. I'm actually not quite done because, <gasps> dun, 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 I am so excited about this. Boom. It's finally here and a little bit of that went down the wrong pipe, so this is actually very good timing. <laughs> the Linus Tech Chips water should, bottle! Wait, wait, should you unbox full screen? Oh yeah, totally. Oh, sorry. Yeah, okay, I'm on it, I'm on it. I'm gonna finish my jerky. <laughs> okay, just that. Do you want me to unbox? Yeah. I can van away. Well, we both have to open them, I guess. Here it is. show off the printing on the box. The packaging it for the Linus Tech nice. Chips water bottle. Linus Tech Tips water bottles are purpose-built to keep hot drinks hot for up to eight hours and cold drinks cold for up to 16. Ooh. For optimal use and lifespan of this product, please pay close attention to the following warnings and instructions. This product is not dishwasher safe. Do not place in the microwave. Do not place or store in the freezer. Do not overfill. <laughs> to prevent spills and leaking, the lid needs to be properly and fully tightened to ensure an airtight seal. This water bottle is not intended for the long-term storage of liquids. I, lo I love how, like, do not overfill. Like, don't waste stuff, I guess. <gasps> it's so it nice. It looks so good! We just got our first advanced shipment of them, so we shipped a few of them by air. I'm trying to, to make our, so people can see the printing. warehouse, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll show them in more detail after. We got, so we got our first advanced shipment by air, so there's actually only a few units right now, but there's another, uh, I don't know how many. It's, it's, well, ugh, I don't even want to say it's lots because I think we're going to sell out of these really fast. Um, but we have more coming by boat probably in the next two to four weeks. So if you don't get one out of the ones that are in the warehouse now, there are more coming. But after that, it's probably going to be a few months before we could restock them. So they're like a matte black bottle. They've got like a, a glossy orange Linus Tech Tips up the side. And then that's not even the coolest part. The entire rest of the bottle 
is actually printed with, um, I believe it's a socket 478 motherboard. So it's like kind of a retro, like a, a retro <laughs> motherboard that we. Uh, I just did a douchey thing. Yeah, that we took the <coughs> like the um, schematic of, <coughs> and then put on in like this kind of glossy black. It looks even sharper in person than it does on camera. But uh, I'm just going to switch over to my screen here. So I've got a few better it's angles really nice. of it. Um, so that's kind of a that's actually a pretty that's a pretty yeah. good view of what it looks like. Yeah. Um, that's pretty good too. Uh, oh yeah, the top. So the top is a screw cap that is attached like that. One nice thing about it is I, I know not necessarily all people are into this, but I like the wide mouth because you can get ice cubes into it, and you can get like if if you're not drinking just water, it says you can take hot drinks, right? Yep. Makes it easy to do stuff like teas or whatever else. Mm-hmm. So stoked. I have been so excited about these things and they are finally here and that water is so cold. That's wonderful. Um, so yeah, hopefully you guys are as stoked on them as I am. It's lttstore.com and we actually have an offer for you guys. Um, yeah. Orders over $50 are Very gonna top. get five bucks off with offer code WANBOTTLE. WANBOTTLE. All one word, W-A-N-B-O-T-T-L-E, all lowercase. Um, so that's live from now until Monday. Uh, $5 off any order of $50 or more. So if you grab get a water, water bottle, bottle a t-shirt, maybe throw some cable ties in, ties. you're ready to rock. Yeah. All right. Can I water cooling LTT water bottle or can Linus make a video of water cooling LTT water bottle? Oh boy, don't tempt me. <laughs> so That actually w could be doable. We could use it as like a reservoir. There'd be no reason to do it. It would be stupid. But um, yeah, we could, we could probably do that. We could just flip it up, create a custom acrylic thing for the bottom. That could look really cool, actually. It could look kind of cool. You wouldn't be able to monitor your coolant levels, so it's not the kind of thing I would actually recommend. And it is not designed for the long-term storage of liquids. Ah, 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 all right, all right. Theoretically, yes, we could do that. So to jump back to the topic I was talking about previously, yeah. apparently Facebook has launched a Tor network site, an Onion network site. Really? Yeah, for security reasons for their users. And like, I, I've- Yeah, that's the motivation. It's pretty weird for someone to like Onion network into their own Facebook account but with stuff like that happening, and I believe there was other ones, but I couldn't find them all right now. It doesn't matter. But like, I have at least one mainstream example of a very large, big website that tons of people use that has made a effectively mirror on a dark web service. I think it's going to happen more. I think it's going to happen a lot more, actually. Okay. I think it's going to take quite a while. Like a really long time, but I think it's going to happen more. Because the main internet as we know it is going to become, like the amount of bills that have been coming out, restricting what people can do, changing different access to things, doing all this kind of stuff. Governments from all over the freaking planet, it's, it seems like trendy at this point in time to try to yeah. control how the internet works. And that's just going to get even worse right. over time. And I think people are going to try to run away from that. Because the internet as we know it is, is constantly changing and in not good ways. Like, I don't know if you've heard what's going on with, um, oh man, what is their actual name? I know the dude's name. South African tech YouTube channel did Bitcoin stuff for a long time. Now they're a little bit not doing as much Bitcoin stuff. 
I would hope not. Duh. Why can't I remember their name? That's annoying. Anyway, South Africa. UFD Tech? Yes, UFD Tech. I had TLD Tech in my mind. I was like, I know that's not yeah, it, that, obviously. That it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, uh, South African, yeah, South Africa's killing our YouTube channel. Apparently they passed something or they're trying to pass something. I don't know. I don't know all the details. I'm sorry. Uh, but where you have to like pass all images or series of images, also known as videos, um, through the government before you post them online. Okay. So like, because some dude didn't like memes being made about him or something. I don't really? know. But like, they're basically shutting down all South African content creators. That sucks. Wow. Um, I don't know if this bill went through or not. Again, I don't know any of the details. South African law is not a strong suit of mine. But like, governments getting their hands in on internet is a major thing right now. Definitely a trend. So I think I think people are going to try to scatter and get away from it. Um, oh crap! Uh, people are asking how many fluid ounces it is. I believe it's twelve. Uh, don't quote me on that though. I don't remember. Wouldn't be surprised if it's not on the. Dang box. it! Yeah, it's not on here. Um. Is it on the what's, website? What's 12 fluid ounces in cups? Uh, or Mills is fine. One and a half cups. No, I think it's more than that. Maybe it's 16 then. Yeah, that's way more than one and a half cups. It's probably 16. Does it say it on here? No, it doesn't. I think that's why people are mad. Oh. Uh, oh. That, well. No. Um, yeah. Okay, uh, sorry, we'll get back to you on that. Uh, I don't think it's 20. It definitely seems more than 12. Yeah, I don't think it's 20 because um, you guys got to remember this is a vacuum water bottle, so the walls are quite thick. Yeah. Um, 16, I think, would make sense. Yeah. Really don't know, though. All right. What else do we have? Do we have to do news anymore, or can we just, like... Shoot the breeze. I think we can shoot the breeze. We did the ad spots. We're like the majority, vast majority of the way through the show. Um, facial recognition to become standard in U.S. airports, though. That kind of sucks. We could talk about that. Yeah. Um, okay. Department of Homeland Security plans to use facial recognition technology on 97% of departing passengers within the next four years. It was first started rolling out in 2017, was operational in 15 airports as of the end of 2018, and it works by photographing passengers at their departure gate. Then it then cross-references this photograph against a library populated with images from visa and passport applications, as well as those taken by border agents when foreigners enter the country. It will allow U.S. authorities to identify people who have overstayed their visas. They've traditionally relied on airline flight manifests to track who's leaving the country, but um, apparently since the introduction of the system, facial recognition identified 7,000 passengers who overstayed their visas on the 15,000 flights tracked. So, um, they estimate that over 600,000 people overstay their visas every year, an offense that carries a maximum penalty of a 10-year ban from entering the U.S. Alrighty then. Okay. So, roast. Yeah. People thought we were mad at each other. You and me? Mm-hmm. You didn't see those comments? No. On Floatplane? I saw a significant number of people. So there, there were discussion okay, threads on the forum. Okay, I legit did not see that. Discussion threads on Reddit. Uh, there, it, not, not mostly about you and me. People okay. mostly thought that there was going to be a strain on my marriage. Because <laughs> okay, of, no, 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 no. Because yeah. of some of, the, some of the, the roast material between me and Yvonne. I knew there wouldn't be beforehand, but... 
evidence that wasn't on camera. You guys were happy, laughing, joking, being very friendly couple people at the dinner afterwards. We're fine. They were more than fine. Honestly, that is no worse than stuff that we say to each other on a regular basis. <laughs> and always in like not not in anger or anything like yeah. that. Like we just we mess with each other a lot. Uh, we consider it something honestly. I will say that it kind of blows my mind when people think that the interaction my wife and I are having could somehow be negative. Yeah. Because I I I'm glad that I can I can say things in jest that are taken as a joke. I mean, I've I've said a lot of times I think that the world would be a better place if people took the words for what they meant as opposed to what they said. Obviously, when I make a joke about my wife's flat chest, I don't mean that I don't like her. And I don't mean that I care and that it's a problem. Yeah. I mean I, that Those last two are pretty important. Objectively, that's a thing that's true. LOL. And ignoring that isn't like, yeah. It's like, what should I say? Should I say, I've never seen such a busty woman in all my years? Then you're kind of an idiot or blind. Or a liar. Or a liar. Right. I don't want to be any of those things. It's, it's got to be one of them. Why can't we just be honest with each other? So that's, if you're blind, you would have probably, you know. That's a policy that's worked pretty well for me. Um, you know, honesty in relationships is really important. And people who can't handle honesty, quite frankly, my life is better without them. So, yeah, no, 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 one, no one's mad. It's all good. Um, I thought it was hilarious. I had a blast. I thought it was so funny. It was like... All the, my favorite part about yeah. all of your jokes was that I laughed before anyone else because I knew where you were going. I found that so hilarious. I watched that whole part over again because I thought it was so funny. The second you go, you look at me and you're like, he's a liar, you know? I just, I can't, I can't even... I can't even. <laughs> It was so good. I think oh there was a God. swear word in there. Probably. And yeah, just, yeah, I'm, I think I'm so. cooling it for the wanch. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <appreciate> that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Floatplane chat got the word incorrect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That was really funny, though. I enjoyed the whole thing. I didn't know there was any comments about that, to be honest. Uh, oh, yeah. No, there, there were a ton of comments. Like, honestly, it was a ton of fun. We've, um, they've been working on the red carpet interviews. This week? Yeah. So did you do, you did an interview, right? A little one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've been, so the YouTube version is actually going to have quite a few things different from the Floatplane version. Um, a couple of the jokes are going to get cut. Um, not actually because they were too offensive. That's not the reasoning. It was more to do with flow. Okay. So I think there's two or three that I'm going to be fighting it out with James. I think he wants to leave all the jokes intact. I disagree. Um, I think some of the, uh, the off-camera banter was... B minus material at best and just disrupted the flow and should just be cut. Um, so, so we'll, he and I will fight it out. Um, yeah. So, a couple of the jokes will be cut. Um, the swearing will be censored. Yeah. Um, and then, one of the biggest changes, you know what's lucky? You know how we didn't have microphones pointed at the audience? Yeah. So, the, the feed that Dennis has in, in his edit is way better in terms of audience reaction noise okay. because it didn't have the guy at the live mixing board oh. turning down everyone who wasn't talking. So we've got nine mics open at the front of the room okay. and they actually pick up quite a bit more of it. So I was worried we were gonna have to laugh track it 
just to get back to where we yeah. were. Yeah, so I don't know if, uh, I think we've mentioned it a few times, but people no. watching now, if, if you watched the roast, they, we didn't have mics dedicated in the audience. That's why like one of the people doing a roast might pause for a little while and like chuckle to themselves slightly. It's not a necessarily an awkward pause. Most likely the audience was laughing. Yeah, so, um, so the good news is we don't have to alter that, um, but what we're also going to change is we're going to structure the whole thing more like uh, a TV broadcast. So okay. at the start, there's gonna be like the red carpet interviews. There's these amazing title cards. For I saw mine. Did you see it's yours? It's really cool actually, uh, should, I like Should it. we try to get one? I can um, probably find mine. Yeah, can you can you get one and then we'll It'll we'll take show me a it sec, on but yeah. we'll show it on stream. So there's these amazing title cards for all the roasters, um, little snippets of interviews, and then what we're actually going to do is we're going to experiment with something that we've I think only once tried before. It's really funny. We get comments on our videos every once in a while, like a way to squeak over the ten minute mark by bloating the video. No, 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 no. That only matters if you run an extra mid-roll on the video. That's the only reason you get paid more for it. Um, no, I can just switch to your screen. Yeah. Uh, give me a sec, though. I, I will in a sec. Um, so, so, so there's no, there's no benefit to, to, to being over 10 minutes unless you actually run more ads, um, which we don't do, um, because we have our own sponsor stuff baked in. Hey, Ed, yeah. uh, where would I find the, um, the, the, the cards for the roasters? The title cards. Yeah. yeah. Is it in the folder somewhere? Like L roll or? Roast, graphics, intro, oh, Users. Minus tech to LTT. Do you have Photoshop on there? Graphics? I need Photoshop? Yeah. Oh, really? Because they're PSDs, probably. Yeah. Oh, you don't have. No. There's a you JPEGs. have JPEGs. No, in them. those are just pictures. Those oh, are, those, those are the are, original yeah. pictures. Oh, that's too bad. Oh my god, I'm excited for oh, Kyle's. Oh man, yeah, Kyle's is so good. I've seen Kyle's. <laughs> one, oh, one of them just was. Hold on. Oh. Maybe? Or maybe it's just the background. Oh, I think it was just. Oh yeah, there's one. Okay, good, good, good. Okay, so we've got at least a couple to show you guys. Or at least. Cool. One. And we can show you Kyle's picture for his. It's it's amazing. Yeah. Um. So so we've got that. So then anyway, what we're gonna do, is we're really you guys. Wow. <laughs> All right. You can go by. So we're actually gonna split the video up into like commercial breaks. Okay. So we're gonna like. Go to commercial, oh, like a it's dip to be black, an spot. and then we're gonna have probably like our own message. Like we'll have yeah. like a spot for uh, the Madrina's coffee roast, blah blah blah, or like um, get the commemorative uh, LTT roast shirt at lttstore.com, and then we're gonna run a YouTube mid roll. So okay. it's an hour and a half long. So we'll probably run like three or four of these spots. But yeah, the whole thing is going to be actually structured like a broadcast. Cool. Uh, which is, I don't know, it's like kind of a, it's kind of a neat idea. Yeah. Um, so anyway, here's uh, here's Luke's. I love mine. Yeah, I love it so much. I love mine. That's super cool. <laughs> like, where is this even from? Like, I don't remember. The glass I don't remember when I was just standing there with the glass. It must have been grabbed while we were like, like waiting around before the show. I love it. Um, and then I've got a couple more over on my system here. That's so so legit. this is mine. <laughs> That's actually pretty legit, too. Oh, man, these are uh, cool. This is Kyle's. I'm picture. just excited what this it's is going to so turn good. into. It looks so legit. I know, right? Oh, oh man. I'm so excited. So, um, 
Yeah, we... <laughs> People started spamming the Floatplane logo in Floatplane chat when uh, my thing went Okay, up. so for it's those cool. wondering, <laughs> yes, the like director's cut version is going to hit Floatplane. Yeah. Uh, the only difference then will just be that it's uncensored. So yeah. it'll still have the couple of awkward jokes or pauses cut. Like it'll be the exact same cut as YouTube, um, except it's just going to not be censored. So are if, you guys doing the ad spots? Uh, which ones? In the oh, in the float plane one. Um, you know what? Probably not. I I would think maybe the Madrinas. Ones? I would think we might leave the Madrinas ones yeah. because they did sponsor the show, and we'll probably leave the and one the for shirt. the shirt. Yeah, those are so topical, um, and they'll probably they. I don't know. So that's the purpose of the ones that we're baking in. Yeah, is that they are directly tied to the roast. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Um, that can, makes sense. Can I show them the uh, the mock-up of the roast shirt graphic? All right, sure. Okay, cool. Yeah, is guys, let the... me just bring this up. Yes. I love that it's, logo. It's pretty great. That's what I really like that. Um, oh, where is my chat with him though? I don't talk to him all that often. No, no, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. It's just a matter of scrolling up through it. Here we go. I'm so excited for the shirt design. Are we still doing the Whoa, cranberry what? color? Yes. Okay. So here it is. Whoa. That's not what I was expecting this at is all. Not what That's you're thinking? pretty cool. Oh, is this completely something else? Have you seen the pin? Oh, the pin's really yeah. cool. It's I not love be that the one. pin. Sorry. I just wanted one with like an LTT logo here, and then a huge image of that pin on the back. <laughs> yeah. I, I think... love that pin. It's, it's super colors. cool. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, so this is like the. Uh, That's super cool the too. The dog I just with the room on fire. Yeah, I know absolutely. Yeah. That's and, like that works for a whole bunch of reasons because that's a meme in itself. That's pretty cool. The one change we ended up making is this bag of the LTT roast is also going to be the lighter color. Mm, okay. So that it yeah. stands out from the table and the, yeah, and the that fire makes and everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is fine. <laughs> <laughs> everything is fine. That's pretty awesome. Apparently, I have Tinder open. Yeah, super Tinder. What? I think you're thinking of Google Docs, Kit Guru, Twitter, Floatplane, Gmail, Google Photos. Uh, YouTube and the Linus Tech Tips store. Nothing I'm gonna get in trouble for, for sure. What, uh, what can I help you with, by the way? I thought it was Twinder. Twinder. Um, I have answers for your water bottle questions. Oh, water bottle questions. Yeah, Nick's here. Uh, yeah, what's up? Uh, we have, do you want to say quantities? Oh, uh, no. Okay. Um, in a very unscientific test, it seems like it's 20 ounces. 20 ounces. But we're gonna confirm that and we're gonna add it. Um, uh, we will confirm that and add it. Also, if you want one... You can just stand closer so I don't have to repeat. <laughs> also, if you want one, uh, over 20% of the stock is gone already. <laughs> for, like, what's currently in our warehouse. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. So, if you want one, you should order one. And then we're probably going to set up a back order for the remaining ones that we have on order. And then we have to order more. So, yeah. I told you we were going to have to order more. I know. You were I right. told them. I was like, these are going to be we're, fire. I love this thing so much. We're, we're gun shy after a couple of the other ones. but We have gotten burned on some stuff. We've act I've already seen people complaining. Like, it's $30. That's a lot. Um, yes. These types of water bottles are pretty expensive. We know. These types of water bottles also are not that cheap. Um, like, legit. And the thing is, like... Just if you want one that isn't trash. The merch business overall has to, at some point, stop losing money for us. Um, so <laughs> Nick just laughs. We do have to make some margin on it. Yeah. That's, that's all I can really say. Like, that's the thing is, in any business, 
the the successful products pay for the ones that weren't as successful, and so that's what this has to do. Um, also, with that said, I don't think I don't think twenty nine ninety nine US is entirely unreasonable. It's also fully custom and really nice. Yeah. So. so like, that's the other thing too, guys, is we're not just putting our label on like a water bottle that we found on AliExpress or whatever. Like this, everything about this was designed for us. It's full custom. So if you just go to like the local printing shop or like Cafe Press or whatever, and just, you know, customize, print your logo on it, it's not gonna be the same quality. Like the printing on here is really durable. Like it's actually really nice. So. I don't know. I don't think it's unreasonable. We do have to make some margin, and we are doing the $5 coupon code as a launch promo. So. There's already someone in Philippine chat who's like, I got a t-shirt and the water bottle, and use the code. Hooray. <laughs> and just to be clear, when you say we're not just like picking something off AliExpress, we yeah. are working with people overseas. Yes, we are working so with like, people overseas. So like, But we're no, creating we're a custom product. here in yeah. Canada or anything like that. But we're doing a lot of work on the front end to make it fully custom to us. Yeah. And the thing is that there's a lot of overhead involved in that. We've literally been working on this water bottle for like three months now. Oh, um, someone someone in chat brought up uh, <coughs> shipping to Australia. I can add in that I know shipping has been a, a, something they've been working on for a long time. And I know shipping to yeah. Europe got a lot better very recently. Yeah, Australia should be less than $20 to get there. Um, it just might take like up to three weeks to get to you. Oh, that's um, kind of a bummer, but yeah. We're working on it. Also, if uh, right now Canada Post has an issue where they're printing out tracking numbers, which are really reference numbers. So if you get a tracking number that doesn't work, don't worry. Your order is still fine. Just Canada Post and- Way to go, anyway, Canada Post. So there's been, a, there's been a lot of work that's gone into like setting this up and making it better. But I, I've said this before, I'll say it again. The, the commitment though is that our merch, it might not be cheap. It might not be fast. Uh, it might not be easy, but it'll be good. So that's the commitment. And if it takes us months to bring a water bottle to market and we have to take on an enormous order minimum order quantity in order to get like the quality and the customization that we want then we're just going to do it and uh hopefully it goes well i mean already this one's a smash hit so yes yeah, someone in chat said to be fair i just shipped uh an ebay sale to australia and it was 63 canadian dollars for less than two kilograms canada post sucks so they're, they're, <laughs> they're dealing with really difficult shipping problems when you when you go over massive oceans uh it, it's it's a little expensive but they're working on it and it shouldn't be $63 to get to Australia. It should be less than 20 Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But so that's they, just Canada Pro Post, like, wrecking you if you're not doing enormous volumes with them. Yeah, yeah but they're, they're working on it. It's so frustrating because, like, Royal, Thanks, Mail, Royal Mail in the UK, like, you can send a letter overseas for, like, next to nothing. And so I think a lot of the time, people from places where shipping is heavily subsidized, like Hong Kong or the UK, or just like, oh, it should be like cheap, cheap to ship packages. Like I, I bought used books on eBay for like three fifty that shipped from the UK, and I'm I'm sitting here going like, what? The the, the Bernstein Bears <laughs> crossed an ocean to get here. You know, like worth it. Uh, I can't do that. No amount of volume that I could ship via Canada Post would get me any way to get something to you for three dollars and fifty cents. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I do my best. Um. Yeah, we're excited. Uh, I'm actually super stoked. Um, 
on this too, actually. This is finally the finished design for- Is there an ETA for this? No. Okay. Sorry. No, actually, it's cool. not quite finished. I think we are gonna make um, these ribbons more like this thickness. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. The, the orange accents up here are gonna be a little bit thinner. This is a really, really cool hoodie though. So these are uh, reflective. So if you're out at night, well, that's pretty legit. They're, they're high vis. So there's one on the back as well. Because they don't look. There's some stuff that's reflective that looks annoying in the daytime. No, and this doesn't look annoying. I didn't even know it was. Reflective. No, it's like pretty stealthy. That's really um, cool. It has uh, the foam pocket that I actually demoed on like social media before. That's big enough to fit even a note. Which I'm is... not trying to. I'm not trying to like oversell this stuff. I just don't know because I'm not a part of the LMG team. So I'm learning this stuff live, and it's cool. So it can't come out because of the way the pockets are designed. Does it have like an overlip or something? It's just that the pocket ah, yeah, sits yeah, over okay. top of that it. That makes sense. So you have to like really pull it out, which, okay, yeah, maybe that's annoying, but also just don't put it in there unless you really don't want it to fall yeah. out. Like it's either it yeah. can fall out or, or you can put it in the bigger easy pocket to get out. if you yeah. want. Or you can put it over here. Yeah. So no, I really like this one. Uh, the latest problem we had with it, so the reason this one's delayed, this one we've been working on for like four or five months, um, was the supplier that we were gonna go with um, for whatever reason, couldn't do a YKK zipper. And we're like, well, that's stupid. We're not gonna ship, like, this is not gonna be that cheap. We're not gonna ship a hoodie at this price point that doesn't have something that people recognize to be a high quality zipper. Yeah. And we're like, well, this one's fine. No, it's not fine. So we have solved that problem. Okay, there you go. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that's it for the show, though. Yeah, I think that's I think that's pretty much it. <laughs> like, when can we get the jacket? I'm sorry, I don't know. I really don't know. We're oh, I like the hats and the jacket and the other jacket. You know, the really cool one, the stealth one, right? Yes. I love that one, and that one's going to be really affordable too. I don't think that one has a YKK zipper, but it's going to be at a lower price point. It looks really cool. I don't know when any of it's coming, and I wish all this stuff was faster. Underwear? Oh my god! Yeah, where? Someone in chat said pajamas. Oh, cool my idea. boxers aren't here. Uh, the boxers aren't here, but I actually finally have. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to go get my backpack. Stall them. Okay. Uh, there aren't any news topics yet, so what I will talk about is there's been. Yeah, the kind of, yeah, so there's been a lot of stuttering, as people have noticed, on Flowplane, but if you watch on Twitch and YouTube, there's been a lot of stuttering there as well, and throughout the entire show, I'm just gonna address this, because a lot of people in the live chat have been commenting on it, and I believe some of it's gonna go into the VOD, so I think I'm talking to VOD people too here. Um, I've been looking over and I've seen a lot of stuttering in OBS right there. I don't think that's the only problem necessarily, but there's something wrong with this computer. We've been saying that for freaking months. I think I have finally convinced Jake that it's Windows, so he's gonna finally actually reformat the damn thing. Um, I don't work for LMG anymore, so it's not really my deal. Um, but yeah, I think they're actually gonna do it because looking at OBS, there are zero dropped frames, and the CPU doesn't seem to be over overly utilized. I know Linus has been saying he thinks it's a CPU thing, but it's it's very low utilization the whole time. So I believe it's a Windows problem. So we're gonna do a reformat, hopefully before next week. I'll try to get on Jake's butt about doing that. And hopefully that will resolve the problem. Yeah, Jake, thrown under the bus. It, it, yeah, yeah. I told you like a long time ago, you should have reformatted Windows. In, Jake, in Jake's defense though, he also had like videos to make that I needed him to do. Okay. Uh, um. 
sort of throwing him under the bus, though. It's not like he got them done, so... Oof. Also, reformatting Windows is a mostly, like... Actually, he got tied up mostly by side projects this week, so... Click next progress thing. So, yeah. this... I'm probably not supposed to show this to you, and Nick's gonna freak out because he hates it when I, like, tease stuff that's just never gonna be available. Uh, but it will, it will. It's just gonna take a while. This... It actually looks super legit. ...is the finished... Not the print. See how there's, like, this weird black like gap Kay, down yeah, the back and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And also the, I think the angle of the printing is not quite right. The, the pouch at the front is going to also be printed. Um, there's like a weird kind of like misalignment sort of, or like the angle changes. See how it's like kind of flat on this side and it's angled on this side. So we could have fixed that, but we wouldn't have been able to do the single piece seamless back. So that was like, what matters more? Yeah. And we decided comfort first. I would go with comfort. Comfort first. Um, but we have gone back and forth with, I think, at this point, over half a dozen suppliers multiple times in order to finally settle on the material. So there's different... No, you don't get to touch it yet. By the way, I haven't worn these, so okay. they're, they're, they're clean. They're All right. Um, so... <laughs> Just wear them to work and then take them off midday so they're at work? Yeah, no. Like, I not. assumed they were clean. <laughs> Um, so there's there's different there's <laughs> That'd be pretty weird. there like there's different materials that could be considered premium. Um, mm. So one of them is Madau, and Lloyd okay. was pushing really hard for Madau. He wanted Madau underwear, and I was like, look, I don't like it. So why it's a why super. I've never. It's a super soft. It feels like high thread count sort of beddings. Like it's really okay. soft, like kind of silky. But probably too slick. But it's not that supportive. Like it doesn't yeah. have a lot of like hold you in. I was gonna you say know? that sounds not like sporty enough. So what we settled on was um, a Madau cotton blend that we actually had to have the factory custom produce an entire like not a bolt of cloth like like a like an industrial yeah like. Yeah. I don't know what the unit is. It's yeah. not a ream. It's not a bolt. It's like we actually had to have them custom make this material for us. And then they've sent us these sample one, these sample garments. So they're just like storing this gigantic roll of material. <laughs> and then we're going to do the production run hopefully pretty soon. But uh, feel it. Wow, that's actually really nice. So it's a cotton Madau blend that we had to have them custom do for us. So it's still really soft. Yeah. Uh, like really soft on your hands. But nice of. and stretchy and springy and stuff. Yeah. So I'm like super stoked on these. That's I'm legit. so excited. Uh, so there's going to be three different colors. Um, there's That's this cool. one. Um, I don't actually know. It's hard to, give, to get across like, yeah, this feels good. Ah, here's but, yeah, one of the other colors. Good. I like that one. So they'll come in a three pack. Okay, cool. So you'll get yeah. this one, then there's like the, this one, and then there's a blue background one, I think? You don't have an orange one? No. Interesting. So we are kind of, it's not that we're moving away from orange, it's that we are broadening our palette a yeah. little bit. Uh, we don't want to be locked into orange forever because what we've discovered is that, especially when it comes it's to, hard to match. apparel. Yeah. It's hard to make it look like when you're doing um when you're doing a piece like this one Dude, that's meant to be bold. People constantly okay. used to ask me what orange is LTT orange. The forum uses multiple different oranges because it will look drastically different 
depending on what colors are around it. So at some point in time, we just decided we'll just change it so that it sort of looks the same all the time, even though it's not, because if we actually make it technically the same orange, it looks wildly different across the whole site. So it's, it's kind of a frustrating color to work with, and I'm not even a designer. So, uh, we have uh, sold 30% of the water bottle inventory <laughs> that's in the warehouse. So 10% more since Nick was here? Yeah. Um, <laughs> People are like, how much are the boxers going to cost? I don't know. Um, the reason that we're doing bundles of three, though, is because I don't think these are going to be as high margin of an item. Uh, they were really expensive that, for us to do. That's pretty standard, isn't it, anyways? Yeah, that's pretty standard. Yeah. Um, but the, the reason was that we needed to make sure that we weren't just shipping out one unit at a time because our handling costs, which are... Uh, actually, you know, you know who does our handling for us? Do you remember Patrick? Yeah. Yeah, so it's actually one of the old warehouse managers at NCIX who's like super good guy. He's fantastic. So he started his own business, but they're really small. So, I mean, part of it is like we really want to work with Patrick because he knows the shiz um, and he's honest. He's reliable. Like we can count on him. We trust him. Um, but like he's a super, he's a startup. He's a startup. So like, He's doing his best, but what it means is that our handling costs are a little bit on the higher side. Not because he's gouging us or anything, but because he's he's starting up. He's building his momentum right now. So our handling costs per item are pretty high. So if we bundle them together, yes, you pay more, but you get three of them, and then we can amortize that overhead over three units of it, and we can still make decent margin. This all you're it's almost so certainly funny. gonna. It's almost like I'm doing my old job again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It's great. Um, you're, you're probably going to end up paying less per unit, like per, per boxer. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So to That's make right. it palatable. Whenever you go to the store, buying a single pair of socks or buying a single unit of underwear is almost never worth it compared to buying a multi-pack. People are like, we need LTT thongs, says the grassy bush. <laughs> you don't. Grassy bush. Wow. Uh, LTX, LTX stuff. Uh, Is there an update? Lama Fama wants float plane merch. Hey, there's, um... Actually a shirt coming. Yeah, there is a shirt coming. It'll I'm be apparently... available exclusively at LTX in yeah. very limited quantities. Yeah. So you better be there. And I'm, I'm like, I don't even know, we're not even 100% certain at this time if we're going to be selling them. Oh, really? But, oh, okay. The, the amount of creators that are going to be at LTX are going to be on the platform that are probably going to want to have some shirts got it and are probably going to want to give some shirts away oh we actually have a really important ltx update um byoc update and last call for early bird pricing so if you haven't bought your ltx dreamhack ticket yet do it now early bird pricing ends tomorrow and tier two prices which are higher will take effect at noon tomorrow um, a limited number of Saturday passes remain. They're selling fast, but don't worry. There are still two-day passes and Sunday passes available. Uh, both event days run from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. with the BYOC going through Saturday night into Sunday. You don't have to leave. Um, at the main stage, there will be different events and panels each day, and a number of the booths throughout the expo area will also have daily prizing for assorted minigames and activities. So tier two prices, one day pass, 35 US, two day pass, 60 US, BYOC plus two day pass, $90. Yes, more BYO seats will be available noon, April 20th. It took some Tetris like rearranging the floor plan a couple times, but we made room for 90 more seats. Ish. Ish. 
So uh, guys, um, noon tomorrow, BYOC, that's the only, we are not gonna be able to create more BYOC tickets. This is not like a concert where they're like, sold out performance. And it's like, well, why do you have a radio ad running for it? Because we're gonna open up more seats, yeah. This is not that. You guys actually need to get your tickets this time. And we actually were sold out. Yeah. So, um, oh wow, there's a whole bunch more stuff. Uh, update from DreamHack on some of the BYOC activities. Oh, cool. We understand that some attendees prefer a very competitive environment while others enjoy a more relaxed atmosphere, so we've decided to provide both. They'll be hosting between three to six competitive tournaments. Attendees will need to come prepared with pre-organized teams ready to compete for trophies and prizes. Wow, they're like doing tournaments and stuff. Yeah, that's super cool. I thought they were just doing a... Like, I want to cast end. the Rocket League tournament. I've said it before. I'm serious about that, though. I want to do that. The format, rule set, and schedule for each tournament will be posted in advance, so you'll have plenty of time to prepare your team. The first two games we're announcing for this format are Rainbow Six Siege and Rocket League. Uh, the other games will be decided by popular vote via a survey that will be sent to the BYOC attendees after the BYOC sells out again. So probably sometime on Sunday. Uh, for anyone not interested in competitive tournaments, they'll be hosting plenty of casual pop-up events throughout the weekend. Really Some cool. previous favorites include one-hour build-offs in Minecraft and Terraria, private server free-for-alls in PUBG and Fortnite, and 32v32 brawls in Quake and UT, just to name a few. That's so sick. There are, oh, that's really cool. There are under 100 days left to the event. Buy your tickets now at, they put their track link there, but it doesn't really matter, dh.je slash ltx19. We'll see you there. So guys, it's gonna be awesome. Um, I'm so stoked. I might just skip Backstreet Boys and just stay. I don't know. I can, what I might do, and this is like, I realize I'm sounding like kind of a crazy out of touch rich person right now, but what I might do, I really want to see them, is I might just grab a plane ticket. So I'll scalp my tickets, grab a plane ticket, and fly and see them somewhere else. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to like... Be, okay. Fly to their house? <laughs> well, you can charter a float plane to the Vancouver Convention Center. Oh, really? That would be so cool. So I, I could totally you were write like... that off as a float plane marketing expense. <laughs> I thought you Because were... where is the concert? It's downtown Vancouver. I actually wouldn't need a plane. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Just... Well, no, I was thinking like if I it was back. if it was against water. You could fly from LTX to Backstreet Boys and then fly back. I might just do it though, because I honestly I think oh, LTX man. 2019 is going to be like once in a lifetime. Yeah. I I mean LTX 2020. Yeah, we're going to do everything in our power to 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 crush 2019. But 2019, it's the first of us doing it this big. Yes. And like, I don't know that certain things we're doing this year would be possible. It is costing us almost 50,000 US dollars to fly out the incredible roster of tech creators of that are going I'm to be in attendance. trying to recruit to be on full plane. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so this is what we have confirmed so far. Yes, my friends, not, it's not just Linus Tech Expo. It's like, I'll be there, sure, but I don't know. By the time by the time we're done, I may not be the most famous person there, and that would be great um, because we're we're not necessarily done. I think we've spent just over forty grand so far um, on plane tickets, accommodations, wow. plus ones, camera people, like making sure that these guys are comfortable. These are all like very important people, very busy. Um, you know, we're not paying any of them to be there, but we need to make sure that we're accommodating them and making yeah. sure that they're comfortable. Um, and yeah, it's exciting. 
but it cool. also really hurts my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what future LTXs will look like, but this year has been I, I, a breakout year, and I'm really excited. So yeah, like Linus, stop shaking your feet. Is Linus in the closet? I mean, Backstreet Boys, really? You can like music without having a particular sexual orientation. Just saying. And that's far, far from the uncoolest music that I enjoy. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Oh, we should totally just change it. Legendary Tech Expo. Oh, they deleted their message. That's weird. <laughs> I, I liked the idea. You should have it be one of those like cheesy things where you have like, uh, 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 you have tech expo or what does t, t stand for in it tech expo minus tech expo yeah. so just force the l to stay there have tech expo stay there and then just swap the word that comes in after the l old habits die hard there you go yeah <laughs> I have my old water bottle there <laughs> but you could swap in like legendary elite whatever mm, that could be like a transition yeah like a transitionary thing yeah yeah so you can make it like the l kind of stands for what you want yeah just slowly detach all right. Yeah, I love Nickelback. Sorry. One step forward and two steps back. Uh, I think we're done for the day. See you guys next time. Same, same bad time, same bad channel. Am I even here next week? I think Holy I'm here Holy crap, week. people are spamming the hell out of invite Lewis Rosman. Um, yeah, yeah, I'd I, I bring Lewis. Sure, why not? He was there last time. Yeah. Yeah. Bye, guys.